back to Cutie Chat Podcast. This is Mary. Hey, and this is Daryl. And this is your one-stop shop for all things quarantined. We talk about current affairs, what's on TV, what's trending, what's going on in the politics and the news sector, how things are affecting us, how we suspect they're affecting you, and everything in between. Thanks for joining us again. And for today's topic, we're going to just jump right into it. Election 2020. Let's get it. So, what's at stake? Daryl, I'm going to let you take the lead on this, and then we're going to just jump into some pretty serious topics and just pull the covers back and have a real honest discussion about what's on the ballot, what's at stake, and why it's so important for everybody to make sure they're registered to either early vote, vote by mail, or vote on November 3rd. Absolutely. So, uh, the elections this year will be to vote for who the next president will be or who whether or not we want to uh, keep the current president um, there are Senate races uh, so there's at stake uh, the power of the Senate um, I believe the the Democrats would need to hold or we need we need to pick up four seats right in order to hold majority in the Senate um, I believe there's some house races also mm-hmm. um, and then, of course, as what's affecting everyone, it's the quarantine and the response from the government mm-hmm. or the, the lack of response from the government. There's the economy that is, you know, the, 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 the stock market is what it's, it's doing what it's doing, but unemployment is, At you know... Dangerously all-time high. It's super high, yeah. And then there's racial tensions that, you know, are... Every day, you know, you hear a story seemingly, unless mm-hmm. you kind of just tune yourself out. So, yeah, what's at stake is the future of our country because the current administration is clearly taking the country in one direction, and it's fair to say that the majority of the of of the country would like to see the country go in a different direction, right? Or at least just stop for a while and not progress in really any direction. Yeah. So, yeah, this election is going to be, like, you know, I know the Democrats every year try to, uh, try to like, get people to, to come out and vote, and this year will be, you know, extra important. Um, firstly, there's, you know, there's a virus, which is, which will make voting in person, uh, very challenging very and challenging. scary, especially for at-risk people with pre-existing health conditions, the elderly... I mean, all of us, really, because even healthy people are getting sick and dying. And I don't know, like, at our polling place, there's mostly elderly people that volunteer because most of the young people, you know, are working during the day and stuff. And I know my mother, she she was a poll worker uh, for one year. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, the poll workers are the people in the highest uh, risk range. Right. But um, we're, we're, like, hopeful that they will still be... um, uh, they'll still be poll workers this year. Right, right. Uh, just kind of circle back really quickly to some points you brought up in terms of the economy. Um, some of the things that I've been reading and some of the things that I'm seeing um, that I think speaks volumes to what this current administration cares about or what they're focusing on, um, the unemployment rate, as you mentioned, is really, really high. Small businesses, one about one out of three small businesses have closed and they are going to continue to close people are losing their homes uh you know just everything you name it and then there's a the whole thing with education and how 
uh, is such a mixed pool of how educators are approaching this or the instructions that they've been given to approach this, you know, where there's like, for our example, we're in Illinois, we're Chicago, Illinois, in Cook County, uh, all the kids are learning remotely or being taught remotely. And then there are some areas or districts outside of Cook County that are kind of like come in if you want to or work remote or do remote learning if you want to. And even the disparities in how we're handling this um, from from our children's safety is just so un unnerving because I have friends in other states, I have family in other states, and there are a lot of pressure being put on parents to just bring their kids back to school. Um, and obviously the toll that this is taking on little kids because not being able to be socially engaged with other children and with their teachers and just being home all day stuck in front of a computer. It's not fair and it's not reasonable and I don't think it's the most logical way for us to really proceed. And it's going back to the elections, it's yet another reason and another case that we have to really be serious about this election. We need a president who will not ignore science, who will not ignore facts, who will look the situation in the face and say, we might need a mass mandate. We might need to lock down again. All the citizens of this country, they may need to get tested so we can contact Trace effectively. And so, you know, I just feel like, as Daryl said, it's just so much on this ballot aside from if, if I'm blue or if I'm red or, you know, if, if I like my president. It's not even about, I mean, I'll be honest. Let's be honest, Daryl. Biden was not our first choice. He wasn't our second, third, fourth, or fifth. But the fact remains, this is where we are. And if we ha if it boils down to Biden and Kamala Harris, or um, I don't remember the man's name, Trump Donald and Trump and Pence, you know, it's, it's, it should be very obvious. If he was a president that could handle the COVID, that could handle a crippling economy, that could handle everything that's going on right now, he would be doing it because he currently has a position. And it's not happening. And so I'm sorry if I feel super impassioned about this, but I just want to really convey the point that it's life and death and the continuity of our democracy, of, of our way of life, of everything that matters to us and that should matter is on this election ballot. Yeah, and some people would argue, like, I mean, people's survival, like, for real, is at uh, stake. We got a stimulus... Um, check back in April when the uh, quarantine first started and the uh, second stimulus has been stalled in Congress and the president made remarks to the point that uh, there would be no movement until after the election but yet they're trying to rush the Supreme Court nominee um, to fill uh, the, the, the recently deceased Ruth Bader Ginsburg's uh, mm -hmm. seat so they're like they're already doing confirmation hearings right as we speak and they're putting much more priority on packing the courts than getting a stimulus bill to the american people right and so that's you know this, this is an existential uh threat threat to to all of us really and mm -hmm. and i mean all of us because no matter what viewpoint you're you hold everybody is suffering from the virus everybody has to deal with the economy and yep. uh racial tensions you know it's yeah. it's oh, we have to share this world together so it's you know one guy seems to be a demagogue and the other guy seems to be more 
you know, solutions oriented. Mentally so, stable. Yes. <laughs> and 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 one of them has COVID and the other one doesn't. So Exactly. That's that's our next episode. We definitely gonna get into that. Um, another thing that we want to just kind of highlight is all the efforts to subvert or suppress the vote that are going on right now. The people on the other side of the aisle understand that if they don't win, criminal charges are coming for them. And so they are doing any and everything in their power to suppress the vote in swing states and in red states especially. Um, I saw on the news just yesterday that there were five and six and seven hour lines for early voting because leading up to early voting, a lot of these rural areas, a lot of these areas that rely so heavily on gerrymandered uh, results, um, they closed their polling options. And so you, if you have a town and you only have one viable polling location that's within a 50-mile radius, then you have everybody flocking to this area. And, you know, they're banking on people not wanting to stand in a five- or six- or seven-hour line. Because if you get out of line, it's not like somebody's going to hold your spot. You may have to use a bathroom. You may have a medical condition. You may be tired from working. Lord knows what the reason may be. But these type of efforts in America are going on right now in addition to um, it something came out this morning in New York Times that some Republicans have come forward and admitted that uh, there have been f falsely um, false bans placed around election polls so people who are trying to do the mail-in or the vote-by-mail. They have bins near polling places where people, or receptacles where people can drop those ballots off if they don't want to stand in line to turn their ballot in. Well, they have been placing them around uh, voting areas in a lot of these states. And Republicans have admitted this, and it came out this morning, New York Times. Definitely go look this article up. There is a serious effort to suppress this vote. Even, re even more reason why, again... We have to vote. Well, yeah, so there's uh, there's efforts to suppress the vote. We have a president who has already said he's not going to accept the results of the vote unless he wins. Yes, that too. So we really need the country to, like, to, to make a, a mandate vote, <laughs> to, to put forth, you know, a mandate through the, through the polls that, yeah, you know, you guys can do whatever you want to do, but we're still the people right and the will of the people is what matters absolutely so definitely vote as you can tell we are both very uh, passionate <laughs> yes we're very passionate and we both and everybody i would think would want to still live you know and and exist and have the life that we have you know we, we don't want to be like at each other's throats right so let's vote let's vote the last two points and then we're gonna shut this down if you live in South Carolina, or you live in Kentucky, we please, please beckon you to really consider uh, retiring Lindsey Graham in South Carolina and Mitch McConnell in Kentucky. They have failed this country time and time and time again. They have set the ugliest precedents on what is acceptable and what's not acceptable. They spearheaded the biggest obstruction in the history of the United States in Congress against our first African-American president for eight years. And when Merrick Garland in Obama's last year 
was put up to be put in, they stood firm in saying that the people should decide the Supreme Court justice by who they put in office. They blocked Mayor Garland. Trump got in. He put in Gorsuch. Fine. The Democrats just gave in. They played by the rules since that's what the rules stated. And now here we are in a very same situation. And so Daryl already went over the details of that. So I'm not going to rehash that. All I'm going to say is if you live in Kentucky, if you live in South Carolina, if you listen to us, thank you for that firstly. If you have family, if you have friends, if you know anybody that lives in the state, send them a text, send them an email, pick up the phone. And just make a post on your social media and tag South Carolina or Kentucky. Whatever you can do, we have to show McConnell and Lindsay that their day is done. They are done playing with our lives. They are done backbiting and being hypocrites. And enough is enough. So again, vote on November 3rd. It is a Tuesday. If you can't, if you can, vote early. Voting has already began early in most all the U of these United States. And if you are infirmed or concerned about your health or concerned about your safety, it is not too late to do the mail-in ballot. I do think the deadline is coming up for you to be able to mail it for it to arrive in the length of time it needs to arrive by election date. So um, look all the stuff online on Google to make sure you're still within the time frame or the window. Um, but vote. That's the mes message, simply, plain and clear. Please vote. Vote in the interest of yourself, of your fellow Americans. Vote so that we can get past COVID. Vote. All right. Thanks again, guys, for tuning in to Cutie Chat Podcast. We love you. We thank you. We appreciate your support. This is Mary. And this is Daryl. Signing off. <laughs>